today I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Stefan Fagerholm on the line. He is the owner over at Life Hacks LA. Stefan, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Adam. I'm really happy to be here and share some tips and some background. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Life Hacks LA. I've been following your Instagram account that you run over there for a really long time, and i uh, got to say you've gotten me to more than one event, um, and you always put me up on what's happening in uh, LA and the LA area. But before we do that, I want to get a little bit more into your background. Uh, so how did you get started um, in business and as an entrepreneur? Okay, sounds good. So. You know the old story where someone, uh, most entrepreneurs have, where they wanted to be an entrepreneur since they're eight years old. They have their lemonade stand and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say that was me, but it's not. So I <laughs> went, to, <laughs> yeah, totally not. So I went the traditional route, went to college for um, information technology. And I worked in information technology for about 15 years. And I kind of just worked my way up to the ladder until I got probably the best position I ever had, which was at Fox Studios. And, you know, living the dream. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm at, I'm on a studio lot. Had a really high position. They were um, promoting me, it seems like, every year. And then one day I just looked around and I was like, man, this, this kind of sucks, you know. <laughs> I'm spending two hours a day in traffic, back and forth. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't where I wanted to be. So I started looking into online marketing. Um, got really good at it in a short amount of time. Got kind of obsessed with it. And that's when I started my own marketing company and kind of transitioned out that way into an entrepreneur life. Wow. Um, and so that's a, I think there's a lot of people um, listening to this that are, are actually in your boat. So maybe they've worked for a large company for a while or they were in a certain area, but they just have that, um, as a previous guest um, said, they just had that e-gene, that entrepreneurial gene, that thing that they just couldn't shake that led them to, you know, onto another pursuit. Um, that being said, we all learn, you know, from our ups, our downs, mistakes, things that we did, you know, that didn't work out well, things that we did that did work well. Um, if you were to give um, some advice to, let's just say, this next group of entrepreneurs that are graduating college, or maybe they didn't go to college and they're just starting the workforce um, right off, um, what kind of advice would you give that entrepreneur on getting started? I would say get started now. Make you know every entrepreneur, every business owner is going to have to go through, so uh, you know a, a lot, uh, you know just basically go through a lot of mistakes. So you got to get those out of the way as early as possible. Um, get started. Find out who you want to serve, who your target market is, and how you want to serve them, and start creating content so you can start building influence within within that area. And um, yeah. That's it. Get started now and figure out who it is that you want to serve and make sure that you have a message that resonates with that group. No, that's great. Um, and I, actually, I think that's a, that's a great transition into what you're currently doing at your, at your marketing company. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the type of clients you're helping and what, what kind of clients do you, and what do you help them with? Well, I started out with like traditional online marketing, and I would kind of just jump around from 
okay, so SEO is the hot thing now. Google AdWords is the hot thing. Um, whatever could get my clients results, right? Because that's what that's mm-hmm. what they're paying me for. But over the last couple of years, I realized that it's it's hard to keep up with this stuff, and it doesn't always. It, it it's really hot for a while, and then it stops working. You know, so SEO mm. used to be really SEO used to be really easy. Now it's super difficult. AdWords used to be cheap, and now it's super expensive. And you know that's happening with Facebook as well. So mm-hmm. what I realized is that you've got to it's better to build a long lasting brand and, and build some influence. It takes a lot longer, but Mm -hmm. what you want to do is instead of just jumping to the latest, hottest thing and getting that quick win, um, you want to put in the work to build an actual brand, you know, like Coca-Cola doesn't care if SEO is not working well that month. I mean, they're Coca-Cola, everyone's heard of them, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, on a smaller scale, I think every entrepreneur can try to be the thought leader or one of the thought leaders in their particular niche, and you should get uh, started on that immediately. I like that. I like that advice, um, and it's more it's more of the long game. It's saying that you know you can you can do the other things in between. It's not saying you can't jump on the next wave, but if you're not if you're not really um, participating in a longer um, strategy, a well thought out strategy that it's gonna really build your name and your credibility in that space, then um, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And somebody else that you're competing with that is building that longer term strategy is gonna be you can't just catch up. You can't just say, okay, I'm gonna start implementing this strategy, and they have 10 years of content out there. You don't just catch up from that. <laughs> like that's 10 years they have advantage on you on putting out product, putting out content, and and um and um really sculpting their brand overall. Um, and I know I know this is gonna change from client to client, person to person. But what do you think some of the mistakes are um, for some for some of the business owners out there that are maybe even listening to this? in terms of that they're making and not um and not really cultivating their long-term branding image i I think one of the most major mistakes i see and i used to work with a lot of attorneys and so almost every attorney's message is the same and that is i'm the best at what i do that's why you should hire me but it's all Mm -hmm. me 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 it's all about me right so Mm -hmm. it's a little bit it's a little bit like dating. Like if you go out on the first date, you're not going to ask someone to marry you on the first date, right? You're going to, you're going to let the person get, (laughs) I know you're not, I'm not, and they shouldn't either. So you got to think of it like that, you know, like you, you basically are asking for too much commitment up front without them knowing anything about you. And that's where we talk about um, building a brand and, and building an influence comes from, because like you said, if someone's put out 10 years of content, then people feel like they, uh, you know, they know, like, and trust this person already. And a lot of times they'll come to you. So it takes time to get there. And sometimes it's going to feel like you're doing all this work for nothing. But once you can build an online presence um, and some influence, people will approach you. And you don't need to necessarily, you know, chase them down and convince them that to choose you, you know. So I, no, I would say that's number one mistake. Sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, and as we were trying, kind of talking in the pre-show, it was like even like this podcast and what I do. It's like you know people listen to the podcast and they get to know me, and then I then I have the right to ask because I've given them some value, I've given them content, they've gotten an opportunity to know me. So when I say watch this stuff on, I'm going to try right now. 
go to Amazon and type in Adam Torres and let's see if we can sell some books. I mean, I've earned that right, right? I put out over 300 yeah. episodes. If you like what I'm talking about, then maybe you would want to check out a book um, that I wrote or that I of entrepreneurs that I brought together to give their tips, much like the podcast, um, then maybe you would want to. But if I was to just not do the podcast or not provide all these other things to get, let the audience know who I am and what my values are and what I care about, then it's going to be pretty hard for me to just say, hey, go buy my books on Amazon. Why? Because I'm the best author ever. Uh, that's kind of tough. <laughs> that's a tough sell, right? Yeah. That's exactly right. And another point is is that when people are selling a product or a service, the person might not be ready for it at that moment. But you're just mm. doing, you know, you're trying to hit a home run at that moment saying, okay, buy from me now. But if they're not mm -hmm. ready to buy that book right at that moment, that, that message isn't going to work. But if you're providing mm -hmm. value, I listen to your podcast um, every day or every week. And then when I am ready to buy a book on business, I'm going to think of you first, right? Mm -hmm. And so what would, if somebody's listening to this and they're, they're like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I know I should be thinking about this and I have been thinking about this, but I just don't know where to start. What are some things that they should really think about as kind of the first steps? Okay. So I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you uh, step one through step five, <laughs> exactly what someone should do. So the first thing they should do is figure out what it is that they want to do, right? Or is it a service that or product that they already provide or something new that they that they want to get into. The second is to identify the target market and um, you know figure it, figure out exactly who it is they're trying to serve. And number three is they need to provide content that that target market is interested in. So they don't necessarily need to provide something that's you know specifically what they're selling but just that that target market's interested in. To give you an example, the, the Lifehacks um, LA account for Instagram, mm -hmm. originally I started that account. Well, one, I like to share what's going on in Los Angeles, personal passion of mine. But on the business side, I, originally I started that account because my target market for my marketing company was businesses in Los Angeles, right? Mm. So I was targeting... I was targeting people who live in Los Angeles trying to build influence and a following, but not directly that anything that had to do with marketing. Mm. It was um, building a following of my potential clients, people who live in Los Angeles. Then businesses would approach me because they wanted access to my audience instead of the other way around me having to approach businesses and sell them on my uh, marketing skills. They would come to me because I already have their audience, you know? Wow. No, it, make, it makes perfect sense when you say that. It's very, it's very clear. Yeah. So, so you, you, so if you're putting out that content and you're putting out something that your target market's interested in, it doesn't have to be direct, a direct sale to what, uh, it doesn't have to be a direct link to what you're selling. It just has to be something that your target market is interested in. And then that's how you, that's how you uh, build that following that will eventually hopefully turn into customers for you. Got it. Um, all right, so I think that was, was that number three or four? I lost count. <laughs> yeah, I think I did too. I think that was number three. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so that'll work. Um, 
so if we're um so if somebody's listening to this stuff on and if they're um and if they're interested and I could talk to you about marketing all day and we've done it in the past that's why I got I got to cut you short so don't worry um, to the audience sorry you can you can still catch up with Stefan if somebody wants to get in touch with you cuz they have more questions on marketing or thinking about their personal brand or what's next for them um what's the best way for them to reach out uh, the best way would just be go to lifehacksla.com. That's that's the main brand that I'm focused on right now. And, uh, you know, I'd be happy to answer anyone's questions. I don't really have anything to sell them or anything. So if they just have any questions on marketing, I'd be glad to help out. No, that's great. Um, well, I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Stefan, and uh, sharing some of your tips and what and what you're doing and also your background, how you got into entrepreneurship. And to the listeners, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to uh, support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Stefan, thanks again for coming on the show.